Good morning, George. What's going on today on the Morning Brew? Oh, man, today in the Morning Brew, we're going to be talking about Mr. Robert Garcia. We're going to be talking about uh, some news about my local comic book shop that I'm not too happy about. And we're going to be talking about the topic of the day, resolutions, right? So we're going to be talking about that and whatever else comes up. You know how we do. Let's get it. What's going down, James Brown? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And uh, listen, I wasn't here last week. Happy New Year to everyone. Hopefully you had a, a, a very happy, happy New Year's Eve and you guys enjoyed it with family. And here we are in 2023. Uh, here we are, face to face, a couple Brand of silver spoons. Brand New Year, yeah. baby. Yeah. That's right. And there are a lot of things going on in 2023 for us, man. We, we have a lot of that cool stuff planned out. Obviously, if you guys have, don't know yet, Sammy's got There's an Alien in My Toilet live on Kickstarter yeah, right, right now. now, man. Have you right signed? Have you actually, no more. I, you know, I'm so used no to more. saying sign up. I'm no not mas. saying sign up no anymore. No but have you uh, backed the Kickstarter yet? So no. there's the Alien in My Toilet right now on Kickstarter. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who showed up for the launch party. You guys rock. Um, I want to say thank you to, uh, uh, hey, what's up? Happy New Year, Lou. Uh, yeah, what up, Lou? I want to say thank you to Aurelis and her squad. They came through with amazing testimonials. Uh, uh, Lori Kakatara, um, Sarah uh, Cook, um, Paul Gomez and Dylan, uh, Michael San Martino uh, for sending those selfies, you know. Again, thank you all so much for making it a successful launch. We, we, we funded in the first hour. And so now it's about to have fun. You know, so now it's about having fun and let's open up some of those stretch goals. Um, and there's some new things that we added. So uh, and back by popular demand. So a couple of people reached out and said, hey, Sam, the last campaign you had a podcast bundle. And uh, are you going to have it this time? I was like, huh, you know what? You're right. So what's this podcast bundle you say? So if you have a Kickstarter you want to promote, that's coming down the pike in a couple of months, or you have an event or a podcast that you want to promote and bring more eyes to your podcast, you're going to save $100 with this podcast bundle. So you get four 30-second commercials on Cast the Craze. That means one a week we play it during our live stream, and we post the links directing traffic to you with your full name and everything. And it'll direct traffic to your site and for fifty dollars, you're gonna get four ads. That's a savings of a hundred dollars. If you go to my, if you go to the website on Cast the Craze and, and you go to secure a sponsorship spot, each spot is thirty five dollars. So you're getting four for fifty. Only here on Kickstarter, there's only five, six available. Um, one's already taken. Um, so get the spots while you can, as soon as you can. Um, and I could tell you right now, historically, those people who actually use this um, sponsorship um, for their Kickstarters had more backers because of it and we have the proof to show it so here's an opportunity to get the get these um commercials added on it's an add-on uh, while supplies last because once it's gone it's gone and it's that price is only available on cast the crazy it won't be available anywhere else hey Bob, what's up what up al how you doing brother 
All what's right. up? What's up? Right. Yes. And then finally, um, for <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> there's only three sets left. If you haven't picked up the soldier duty um, with the variant cover and the sticker set bundle, uh, there's only three left. It ends tonight, 8 p.m. So this 48 hour special ends tonight. So once it's gone, the price goes up to 150. So it's the only way you're going to get it for a hundred dollars, a six inch resin with the, the, um, the, uh, comic and the sticker set. So that's only available here. And you know, so this is the comic right here. Bam. Look how beautiful that co that cover is. Ooh, and, yeah. and this is the, um, this is the box that the, uh, the resin will come in a nice box. Like remember the happy meals back in the days, nice happy meal box. And this is what the figure looks like. Boom. You get to paint it yourself. And it's a custom. Um, and, and there's only three left out of the five. So if you haven't picked it up, if you know somebody who's a collector who wants rare finds that you're not going to you know, get mass production on, this is the place to get it. Um, and again, that's also a steal because if you go to the website, it's a lot more expensive. So this is a, only a Kickstarter special. You know, happy, happy toilet meal. <laughs> Stop acting up. And uh, um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And um, if you missed the episode last night, we had a guest on. Um, uh, his name is uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Check it out. He is a, a, a teacher, a teacher. He's at an orphanage. He um, and he's also an illustrator and painter. Um, and uh, yeah, that you know. And then for, lastly, if you haven't done so already, check out the Art of Samuel. You know, thank you to the three newest subscribers to the channel yet last night. I appreciate you. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. The campaign is off to a good start, um, you know, and if and again, share it with your friends. Share the link out. If you know anybody who likes comedy, who loves um, classic stuff like Alf and, you know, Marvin the Martian, you know, and E.T., this is for them. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good week. Yeah, no doubt, man. I also wanted to give a big shout out to Mr. Anibal Arroyo, who stopped in on the show uh, this week yeah. for the launch party. So big yeah. shout out to him. He was he was on there, and yeah, you know, obviously everybody who who has already pledged to the campaign, that's a big deal. Also, we are planning our 500th episode here on Cat. Well, on Chico. Cat the Craze. Yeah, yeah, we're we're planning the 500th episode. So yeah, uh, came up with the Crazy Awards, yeah. which are going to be uh the, the winners are going to be announced on that show and they're going to get some prizes winners are also going to be given a free 30 second spot on the show for winning uh the category so that's that's what the winners get so we're gonna we're gonna be sending that stuff out to people to vote on who do you think it is basically it's going to be voted by the fans and the watchers of the show and you're going to be voting on uh People who were on the show, guests on the show, crazy this, you know, crazy dad, crazy. We'll, we'll give you all of that information as uh, time progresses, but that's coming down the pike. So that's going to be there. Good morning, Adelis. Happy New Year. And so we are also going to be giving away swag on the show. For those give it away, who, give it away, give it away now. Show up. And for those who vote, you're also going to be entered into a raffle to win some stuff. So make sure what? you do vote. For the, for the show. So, yeah, we, we, we have some stuff going on, man. Issue 500. Yeah. It should be going, that should be going down uh, in March. Sometime it's in going March. down for real. Yes. yes, that's that's what's estimated. Last night was episode 490. So yes. we are 10 episodes away from Ten. 500. So yeah. here we go. It's on. It's on and yeah. popping. And also, it, make sure you check out Get Your Meds uh, with a Z.com. Check out my website. Pick up some books. 
The Adventures of Wonder Dog is on there. Rust 5377 is on there. I have some stuff that I'm working on for Rust 5377, uh, relaunching issue number one later on this year. I'm still working on some stuff, but uh, it's going to it's gonna be going to, into uh, a crowdfunding platform, most likely crowdfunder, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff going down, man. 2023, big year. What What are your plans for 2023? Let us know in the chat. What, what do you guys yeah. do going on in 2023? What are you doing? And don't forget to subscribe and yeah. uh, like, share right. it. You know, yeah. share the share the channel with your friends. Help us grow. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. The struggle is real. I think we're up to 660 right now. So that's yes. that's good. And we thank every single one of you guys who have uh, subscribed already. What's the art page again? Artist yes. Samuel pulls up something yes. else. Oh, really? Hmm. I think it's is it in the show notes, Sam? Or you can put it in the chat. Uh, right. But yeah, man. So we got a lot of stuff going on. 2023 started off. Uh, it's uh, it is day. Oh, five. you walked. What happened? I know he said he found it. Thank you, brother. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, day five of 2023. So Sam was talking about resolutions. In uh, his last, in two episodes ago, of uh, the crazy ten or less, and the fact that you don't believe in resolutions, you like to use the word affirmation. Uh, so yeah, so we, we decided we, we we dive a little bit into that. What, what what's going on with that? You you don't you're not you're not, you're not a big uh, resolutions nope. guy, huh? Absolutely not. The reason why it's 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 a, it's a there's a back door. There's an exit strategy with resolutions, right? It's easy. It's fun. It's a trendy thing to do. Everyone's at the party. What's your resolution? Well, mine is. And what's your resolution? And then they go home and they say, "I'm going on a diet." But then they go home. They go in that fridge and they'll get that chocolate cake, right? And they're like, "So much for that resolution." Well, you know. And they go, "What happened to your resolution?" Well, you know, I'm under a lot of stress, you know. And I just want to, you know, don't 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 get in my space, right? Just leave me alone, right? So you get all defensive. It's not worth it. So for me, it's really about affirmations, right? It's what you say to yourself to help you in your growth, in your journey, right? So for me, I wake up in the morning. Like I gave an example when I was in retail, when I first became a manager, you know, I realized that now I have responsibility for others. So I want to be the best um, leader of that team that I can possibly be. Um, I couldn't find a Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be up later this evening. Um, there's actually two. There's two Wednesdays. I'm going to show the other one later today. But um, uh, so what I did was <clears throat> I I wrote down on my uh, I, at the time I had a BlackBerry and I wrote down. I am a great coach. I am an empathetic coach. I'm a great listener. Right. Uh, I am a trustworthy. I, I say all these things to believe it. And then what I did was subconsciously. Now I find myself. Uh, educating myself. I'm getting books on leadership, on coaching. I'm doing all these things and um, and I'm evolving. And then I'm using the team as my gauge to assess how I'm growing, right? So what happens is when you're repeating this stuff to yourself every morning, it's the first thing that you do. If you want to be an artist and, and, and you're, you're just starting out, I'm, I'm, I'm a great artist. You know, I, I am a skilled artist. You know, what I say, all these things, Cause then what you start your your mind already knows it has to prepare you to become that and you're gonna take those steps and now there's no guilt right because it takes time and I think with resolutions we give ourselves a, a deadline that we can't we can never meet right but with affirmations it's a journey it's part of your development it's part of your growth and it's part of your self-belief and self-confidence that's why I choose affirmations over uh, resolutions. See, I, I think, I mean, and I get it. I mean, yeah, you, you, you're choosing the two things. Um, 
but I, I think that, and let me ask you this. Do you think that the difference, it sounds like, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like the difference between the two things is that a resolution is something that you're saying out loud and you're telling people, this is what I'm no, going to do. And you're, you're typing it out. Hold on, people. hold on, hold on. And an affirmation is something you're telling yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think that you can, you can, you can make a resolution and not tell anyone and work towards that resolution yourself. You can do that. And it becomes an affirmation. You know, I mean? I, I, to me, it's almost like the same thing. As long as you, as long as you're not saying that to everybody, this is what I'm going to do this year. My resolution is this. Yeah. I think, I think the problem is with how it's, how it's kind of like. But not only that, the resolution you know, never has a plan, right? It can, it can. It but, can. but, but, but for for the most part, and statistically, if you look it up, I think it was like a seventy percent of resolutions failed the first thirty days, and eighty percent failed the second day of the new year. Yeah. The reason why is because it sounds good, but there's no actual plan. You know. So I think when you, for me, I look at a resolution almost as a goal, right? So right. my goal for my goals require strategy. Goals require planning. Resolution for some reason that that component is never added to it, and, and so people think. Oh, this is going to be easy. Then when they they make that first step because they really didn't plan right, right, they're like, "Oh, I can't do this right now." It, it, sounds, it, it sounds like you just hate the word resolution. I don't like the fact that it's it's a flawed um, tagline. It's just a tagline. It's a gimmick. Yeah, you, just hate, you just hate the word. You hate people calling. You hate resolution. It's a party favor. It's a party favor. So everybody to feel good about themselves because they were part of something. And I'm like, you know, you know, I, that's I like affirmation because it's that it's that it's that Rocky. You know, it's like that journey. Rocky woke up in the morning. No one knows he's eating eggs. He's doing that for himself. No one knows that you know he's wow. doing what he's doing, right. He's doing it for himself, but he's doing it daily. So I think with an affirmation, you have more of a success rate from a subconscious, mental, and from a <laughs> standpoint than you do with a um because resolutions historically have really affected people's confidence and their self-belief because they never yeah. actually achieved it yeah i think it's, it's the word it's, it, it's what people uh call it i, I think because affirmations can fail also you know what i mean you can fail in your affirmation you you can you can say all right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then you may be in a mental state where you're like you know what I don't want to do that. No, it's not about committing to something. It's about uh, well, you know, uh, affirmations reinforcing your belief in yourself right. and what you aspire to become. But you right? have to commit to it. You have to commit to it in order for it to work. You have, no, there's, there's got to be a level of commitment. Yeah, you have to commit to saying it every day. Yeah, of course. You know? It's a commitment. Absolutely. Right. And then what happens is, just like with anything that forms a habit, you do it six weeks and, and now it becomes part of your second nature. It's almost like prayer, right? Once we learn a prayer, we say, you know, go to sleep, we say that prayer because now it's become part of our routine. And then your belief system grows. The, the steps you take towards achieving that um, gets more focused. And I think that's why I believe it more. I'm a little passionate about it, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit. Like, uh, God damn, damn, these are the these resolutions. What up, Dan? What's going Thank on, you, my brother. friend? Thank you. Um, yeah, what, what what did Al say? What did he say? I never did a resolution in my life, I just keep I grinding, just keep grinding it, yeah, man. Grinding on my life, yeah, brother. But yeah, no, no, I mean, that's that's the whole thing with uh, with uh, with the new year, right? It always starts that way. That's why gyms are always full at the beginning of the year, right? Ja January, February, the gyms are packed, yes. packed. you can't get in them, yes. By March, empty, empty. If you go to Facebook Marketplace, the amount of people that are selling their home gym equipment is out of control. Right, because what happened was COVID came in, everyone's locked down, so they bought all this stuff. Yeah. Now they're like, I don't need to stay fit. Let's get it out of here. And so everyone's selling it for, for pennies on a dollar. It's crazy. Yeah. 
No, I think that, yeah, listen, man, I, that's why I think it's it's a fad, right? Like, b- making resolutions is a thing that everybody does. I, I just, me personally, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't hate, I don't, I don't make them myself. I don't, I don't care about resolutions. But I think that when the new year starts, I, you, I think people feel subconsciously like it's a, it's a fresh start. Let me start something. Let me, let me start, let me restart the year. Let me start brand new. These are my goals. These are, and, and that's fine. And I think that people should have goals. And I think that they should work towards getting them, those goals, whether you call them resolutions, whether you call them whatever you want to call them. The bottom line is just achieve them, do them. Don't give up on them. You know what I mean? Like just continue grind. Like, like, like I said, grind, keep grinding, keep grinding and, 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 and make it happen. So by the end of the year, you've accomplished some stuff. Yeah. You I mean, that's, and that's it. You know, it's, um, for me, um, like I've been working out for a long time. Right. And there are days I have good days and bad days, but I'll still do something physical every day. You know, sometimes I'm just sitting. That's on, tough. That's yeah, it's tough. tough. Sometimes that's when tough. I just don't feel it, I just sit that's on the tough. bike and I just I'll, I'll ride the bike for um, a half hour. And that'll be the extent of that workout. But I'll try to do something to just get the body going um, um, every day. And I think you have to. I think, you know, just for for mental sanity. It's I was having a conversation last night with a family member and. And she was like, you know, you know, how do you not lose control? You know, with all the things and all the chains that you've dealt with and all this other stuff, you've always managed to stay focused. I said, because the valley is always going to come, right? Just when you're at the peak and you think you have to, you, everything's going good, it's going to be that dip and you can hit the valley. And that's when you feel like the world's coming down on you and everything's going wrong. So you got to expect it. So you just got to be prepared. To, to be able to handle what comes with it. You might not have the answers at the time, but you have to be mentally prepared to handle the adversity because it's going to come. It's part of life. That's just a fact. So because I know that, I'm not going to break down and, 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 and cry over it. I'm just going to say, all right, how did I get here? How do I get out of here? Um, how long is this going to be? It all depends on me. Boom. So I think for me, I don't ha- I don't want to be that person that's, that's, that's doesn't have a plan um, and for me, what works is always figuring out that there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to keep walking. That's it. Yeah. yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Sometimes for me, I, I, there are things that I plan for. There are things that I don't like, uh, when it comes to like the comic book stuff, right. I like to have plans. I like to like plan things out. And when it comes to other things though, I'm like, I'm like, I have to sit in my pants. I just roll with it. And, and it, it really will depend on what I'm working on and what I'm doing. Right. And, and, and I think some of that has to do with how passionate you are about something. Yeah. If you, I think if you're passionate about certain things, you're going to plan for those things because you want those things to work. You want those things to happen. When there's less of a passion or where you care less about some, some things, for me anyway, I don't know about the rest of you guys watching, but for me, when there's less of that, yeah, I don't really care about it. I just kind of like, yeah, I, I can just go and fly by the seat of my pants on it. I, not, not a big deal. But you know, you know what? I've, I've always been like growing up. I've always been a slim kid, right? so I've never had to hit the gym like other people do. You know what I mean? Like to lose the weight or whatever. As right. I get older, though, bro, I'm getting these like little patches of weight <laughs> on my stomach, and I'm like, "Yo, what's going on?" Wiggle, I wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Shrink. <laughs> 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 now it's like so That's now I find little, myself I, I find myself looking up like exercises to do and stuff like that. But because I've never been a gym rat, it's hard right. for me to get into a gym and stay consistent with that. I like to walk, and but that's not going to help. You know what I mean? Like you have to do some more stuff. So it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough for people who don't, who aren't gym rats, to right. kind of commit to that gym. Uh, you know, going to the gym every day, right. or even three times a day, and staying there. And I think that that's why people start off the year strong. I'm going to the gym because I want to make a change in my body, 
And then by the third month of the year, you're like, I hate going to the gym. Yeah. What's the point? I'm not and, going. And fundamentally, the reason why they hate going to the gym because they haven't changed their eating habits. Right. So There's they so find that goes rabbit into wheel. It. Right. You know, yeah. so it's uh. like if you really want to get fit by after 5 p.m., you shouldn't be eating anything. Um, right. You know, and, and that last meal at five o'clock should be high protein. Right. Like a piece of fish or a piece of chicken with with some veggies. You shouldn't have anything that's going to sit in your body all night. You know what I mean? So and it's it's, it's almost it's it's a, it's a level of fasting because it takes four hours to digest everything. So by the time nine o'clock comes around, you know, mostly people eat every four or five hours. Right. So you're not going to eat to the next morning. Right. So that like 14, 12, 14 hours are going to go by before you have your next meal. So it's, also, it's like a, a way of fasting and it's your body. Now your body's using its natural things to try to stay functional. So you're not gonna you can you're not you're not consuming all these greasy fatty foods or the yeah. hard starches and all that stuff and carbs. And everybody's body's different too. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like bodies are, are different. And, and and age age comes into play. Like I had a I have a Big very time. fast I have a very fast metabolism. So when I was younger, I could eat at whatever time of night. It didn't matter. Now I can't eat <laughs> after, like you said, I can't eat after a certain hour, bro. I go to sleep with that. I eat in the middle of the night. I'm like having heartburn getting old sucks not only but, that if you eat at night and then you wake up it depends on what you eat at night you wake up in the morning you realize i got i got two belt sizes bigger yeah where does extra bro. roll come from <laughs> where that roll where yeah that i remember I remember, <laughs> I remember at the height of my stress level i'm an ex-gymnast but as an adult i find going to the gym is boring and kind of smelly yeah yeah well <laughs> that's the other thing right I, I i remember at the height of my stress I, I I was picking up weight and, I, and not realizing it, right? I was picking up weight and then one day I was walking. I was like, I felt like somebody was following me. I kept looking back. I kept back. It was my back fat jiggling. I was like, oh, this is gonna stop. Dude <laughs> said his back I was like, oh, I was like, this is scary. <laughs> like, get away from me. Oh, <laughs> change my diet quick. I said, mayday, mayday. Back fat. <laughs> Wow. It wow. Was over. I said, back to the gym. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right. All right. That's awesome. Back fat. Yeah, no, it's um, a real thing. Especially in the Hispanic community, it's bro. A it's a real thing. thing. Damn, we got to shout us there? out like that. We got to shout us out like that, bro. It's like the castle. Damn, bro. Spanish, speaking of the Spanish community, that's what I was looking for. A little, a little segue. I've never been a good smelling gym. A penta sobaco. <laughs> Yo, this kid said sobaco. That yes, for those who don't know, yes. for those who don't know, sobaco is armpit. But I haven't yeah. heard the word sobaco in mad long. Thank yeah. you, Al. Appreciate yeah. you, my brother. Yes. I'm glad I didn't even know the word for, for armpit. Sobaco, I, I, I bro. Some, I learned something today. Yes. But uh, <laughs> a reason why I don't like gyms is because people don't clean up after themselves when they get oh, off yeah. the machine. It's always so wet, sweaty. I'm like, you know, so I and I just can't do it. Yeah, no, and they, they went my segue. Uh, we were talking about Hispanics. <laughs> and let, let's talk a little bit about Roberto Garcia. Robert Garcia. Yes. Tell us Robert a little bit about Garcia. Robert Garcia. Yeah. So Robert Garcia is a congressman about to be sworn in, and he says that uh, uh, he's an incumbent Democratic congressman, so he'll be sworn in on a first edition Superman comic underneath the U.S. Constitution. Um, and so here's the article right here, so you guys can see it. Like, what's Sam talking about? So I thought I found it interesting how, you know, you know, I don't know if it's a gimmick to try to get votes from from the, the, the comic community or whatever it is, or he's a true fan. But he was at the San Diego Comic Con last year 
And um, he tweeted from there that if he got abdu abducted and kidnapped, that he would lie and say that he was a Mar he loved Marvel over DC so that he can get saved or whatever. But um, uh, yeah, so he posted a tweet uh, on it. And so Congressman like Robert Garcia of California's 42nd District tweeted an image of items he plans to be sworn. And he wrote, underneath the Constitution will be three items that mean a lot to me personally. A photo of my parents who I lost to COVID, my citizenship certificate, and an original Superman number one from the Library of Congress. Yo, imagine being able to go and hang out in the Library of Congress. And there it is. So that's what, um, um, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty dope right there. You know, so um, he's the former mayor of Long Beach, uh, announced the death of his parents, whatever. He also frequently supports the pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants, citing his own experience of becoming a citizen. And then I'll just, becoming an American is the best thing that's ever happened to me, the best thing to happen to my family. And it gave me a chance to really be part of this country, he said in his speech. So um, I think, I, I number one, the fact that he's going to be holding a, 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 a classic piece of history, which is pretty fantastic. And he's a fan. And hopefully it's a true fan. It's not a gimmick, you know, because, you know, politicians use a lot of sticks to try to get votes. And, you know, so and you've seen that every day. But I just thought it was uh, something that I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, that's cool, bro. That's cool. I love it. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <Liberta! laughs> Revenga! We can hang out at the library. We need to do enough. Book. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in a cell. Just make sure you set soap on a rope. We'll be in the same cell. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I think it's cool, man. I mean, you know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that he's very proud of being an American, which I think is something that um, you know, it gets overlooked, right? Like I'm an immigrant. I'm an immigrant from Ecuador, bro. I, I got my citizenship and be becoming a citizen of this country was a very big deal for me. Um, a, because it's America, right? But B, because of the opportunity that, that opportunities that it opened up for me, um, as an American citizen, you know, it's, there's nothing worse than living your life. And I, and I, and this is why I feel for those undocumented immigrants who live their life in fear of having to go back to a country that maybe they, they didn't have a great life out there. You know what I mean? And, and, and I know there are a lot of views on this and I try not to get political on it. I just appreciate the fact that here's this uh, congressman from, you know, uh, originally from Mexico who went through it. And, and he's also a, a comic book fan who, you know, is getting inducted into, into a, or he's, what, you know, celebration that he's doing for in Congress. And here he is using, you know, he was, obviously he was a comic book geek uh, like us. And, and that's cool. My, my, my biggest problem with, with, I guess, with politics and comics is what it's doing to the industry at this point. Yes. You know, I think a lot of that stuff has changed the industry significantly. And, you know, these movements, one being the woke movement, you know, affecting our industry the way it has. Right. And I mean, that I guess that's a segue in, into into what we were what we were talking about before. I need to sort that one out. Yeah, it's it's listen, it, it was a process. It took a while for me, dude. I came here when I was seven years old. And it didn't. I didn't become a citizen until about maybe a little under ten years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So it was a while. For a while, I was I was just rolling around with a green card, baby. Green card. It could be, it could be those shifty eyes. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was those bad boys. Maybe it was those bad boys. Uh, but yeah, no. So so, unfortunately, and and one of my favorite places to go to to collect comics is my local comic book shop. Yeah. And unfortunately, the Spiders Web in Yonkers is yeah. will be closing its doors 
on uh, this weekend. On Saturday right. will be the last day. So Paul Barrero and the guys over there, Andrew and them, this will be the last week that the place is open. And it's sad, man. It's sad because I've been going there for, you know, for since like 2013, right? It's going on 10 years since, since they opened the store. And Paul has been a very big proponent and a very big, um, you know, supporter of indie comics. I actually had my very first book signing there ever i've not, I had never done a book signing in a, in a comic book shop and he opened up his door and said hey george if you want to come in here set up a table for you you know and, and do a book signing for you right and that was an incredible moment for me this was back in 2014 and i was like wow that's that's amazing dude like I, all right cool and it, and it was a great opportunity it was a great experience he put my books on the shelf um and everything like that oh, here it is. Yeah, so, uh, yeah you see an article on it yeah i think news yeah. 12 had an article on it yep news 12 there it is yeah. uh the beloved the beloved yonkers comic book store announces closure after a decade in business a decade and you know, I go there all the time, dude. And I, and I was talking to Paul and I was asking him like, yeah, man, so what are you going to do? He's like, yeah, I'm going to try something else, do something else. Um, unfortunately, it was very, it was coming very, becoming very hard to sell comics because of the content within the comics. Um, and this is from a person who's been doing this for years, right? And he was saying how, you know, what's being written in the comics, it's, it's, it's hurting the sales. People just won't buy them. They, they just, they can't, you know, and a lot of the guys that walk in there, I'll be honest with you, I, I've been there many times. A lot of the guys that walk in there are guys our age, maybe a little younger, you know what I mean? Who, what's, I guess what's being written in the books doesn't really resonate with us. We don't right. understand it. We don't get it. You know what I mean? And instead of giving us both sides of the coin in some of these writings, they're just giving us one side and they want to just drive that and, and say, this is what it is. And so what happens is people turn away from it and they don't want to read that they don't want to buy that and it's hurting i mean it's hurting the industry as a whole i mean i think sales are low anyway so when that happens a store like that who was very indie friendly dude like i'm talking about he had a whole shelf of indie comics that he would just sell at the store Where, where's the money going to come from and it wasn't and so he was forced to close the doors down and it's sad it's a sad thing dude sad. it's sad and that's why i think it's like you know when you have an agenda um, that's when it's it, it becomes disruptive and it becomes then to mental yeah. to business because there's no place with an agenda and creativity. Creativity is an organic thing. It's something mm -hmm. that just happens naturally. It comes from influences and inspiration. But then when that is when you're chokehold by by corporate because they feel that they have to participate in a movement that should Agreed. never play in entertainment. Entertainment should be what it is, but they're forcing all of these agendas down everybody's throats. So people are getting tired. So they're going to look to other areas. They're going to change up. They're going to like, well, this is no longer talking to me anymore. I'm going to switch up. This is, I don't recognize the Avengers anymore. I don't recognize Spider-Man. I don't even know who they are. I'm going over here. And I think there's this, this, this desperation. And I think so now, because what James Gunn is done, he came in and he shut everything down and, and, I mean, they're canceling titles. I think they just canceled the Hulk. They're canceling all these titles and they're eliminating writers. They're changing things up and say, we need to go back to basics. We need to go back to the fundamentals of what made us who we are um, because they're destroying it. And that's, and again, it always happens when corporate America comes in. You know, when you have, when, when you're a publicly traded company and you have to succumb to the demands of the board, this is what happens. The board you made you the reason why you bought into this company is because of the the formula that made them successful. Why would you want to go and disrupt that? And that's the problem that I have with big business is that they don't get it. Stop trying to choke hold the creative. Let them be creative and capitalize on the revenue. 
But the moment you do that and you lose money, you're the one to blame. Don't start firing everybody below. They're following your directive. They're just a little guy in the total pole. That writer was following your agenda. You need to write more of this. Okay, but now you're fired because your sales have dropped. You told me to write it. You know what I mean? So people get penalized who shouldn't be penalized. I, but I think that what's happening also is that they're hiring writers to write specifically. That not, not, not that they don't write that kind of stuff. They, I think the writers that are coming in are writing and they're bringing in their own ideas, their own agendas into the writing. And listen, I have no problem with, with you know, gay characters or anything like that, dude. That, that, that's not even the issue. For me, the problem is write a good story, though make right. it make it make sense don't don't make it so blatant that you're just putting this into it just because yes. it's just because it's there just because that's what we think is going to sell right now you know what i mean because you think it's popular because you think it's what everybody wants to read and it's like yeah that's fine you you want if you want to put a gay character in a, in a comic awesome do it but do it right tell the story the right way i i think there, there's a show there was a show on tv for a while who won many Emmys. Shit's creek you ever heard of it so the the character on the show, the dad is the guy from uh, from American Pie, uh, Levy. I forget his first name. His son is the co-writer on the show, and his son is gay, right? I watched that show for as long as it was on. It's hysterical. Love the show, right? What I loved about the show is that while the son was gay, that wasn't the focus of the show. It, he wasn't gay just because we need a gay character in this show now, so let's put him in. No, it was part of, it was organic, dude. It was organic. And at no point did I see him any different than a straight character on the show. It didn't matter, dude. It did not matter. And it was so well written that it won awards. It, and so it can be done the right way, which is why I don't understand why we can't do it in comics. Right. Why the right way in is comics? introducing a new character, a new theme, a new plot line. The wrong way is taking a heterosexual character that's been, that's gone that's for generations the and then making them automatically, they turned overnight. That's right. the wrong way to do it because you can't take Superman who's been heterosexual, who's been, you know, lowest lane, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, because you have an agenda, you're going to force it down people's throat to accept something that in most communities, it's normal. It, it, no one has a problem with it. But what happens is, you know, the, the, this, 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 this new agenda, it just don't, they don't understand society. Um, and they're just trying everything in their power to try to force this thing down people's throats. It's got to be organic. It's got to be natural. When you force it down, there's going to be rebellion. There's going to be resistance. It's going to be loss of revenue. That's just part of life. Yeah, you, you can't force people to love things. You know what I mean? I, I, I was at the shop and I was talking to Andrew and he made a good point. He's like, I love pizza. I love pizza. But if somebody came in there and tried to shove pizza down my throat, I'm like, yo, easy, bro. What are you doing? You're going to reject it. It's just because that's not the way you do things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not natural. You wouldn't do it any other, anywhere else. Why would you do it in comics? Uh, that's why any comics, uh, big two and publishers have their agendas to, yep, to push to fill narratives instead of doing org. Absolutely. And and it's like what, what Sam was saying with the, with the guys who have the money. Minus cat punchy, <laughs> you know. It, it's like what, what Sam was saying with the agenda um, and with the with the with the suits, right? They think they know better. Yeah. They think they know what sells, and it's like you don't know what sells. You really don't. You really don't. You think that this is going to sell? It's not going to work. It's not going to work, and and it doesn't. And and it's proven that it's not going to work. Which is why, to Al's point, independent comics are here. And, and listen, independent comics. We have an array of things that we talk about in independent comics. We have. You know all kinds of things, and and different different writers and different you know creators are doing things, and it's all organic and it's all it's all for the better of the story rather than the the dollars and the money sign behind it, and I think that that's what matters, and that's what it's tough because unfortunately it's hard it's a harder sell 
sometimes. Yeah. But I just think I just think we just need a chance. We just need to get it out there. If people just ready, they would enjoy it. And I don't think we get enough of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tim Drake, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I, I don't it's know where. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it, the, the problem that I have is that there's no, there's so many polit politicians in, in, in the entertainment industry that no one's looking at the long-term implication. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they're not looking at, you know, what the impact of the decision that they're making today. You know, they're just trying to fit a narrative in the moment. They're not looking at long-term. So in long-term, it hurts your pockets. And then what happens is, you know, everybody who was part of that, all of a sudden you, you made us lose money. They're not going to be, it. and that's what I'm saying. Don't compromise your integrity just, just to have a job. You know what I mean? Stand tall. You know, there's always going to be an opportunity. Stand tall. If you don't believe in something, stand up, say something, or remove yourself. You can't influence it and remove yourself from it. That's the way I look at it. Right. But it, but when you're a part of it and then you get now you get the act, you can't complain about it because you were part of it. You know what I mean? You can't complain about it. At, well, they told me to. You can't. You were part of it. That's it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, too, because sometimes the writers, they, they need to work and they'll do whatever it is. But you're right. At that point, you it, you have to you have to decide what matters more, my integrity or this paycheck. Yeah. You know? And it's it, hard. It's, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, I yeah. mean, I, it's like I mean, I remember. I'll give you a perfect example. I remember walking into an interview. I had the interview. It was a tech. It was uh, it was just a meet and greet with the person that the new person that just hired would be the person I would roll up to. And so everybody I've interviewed with was sitting in the room, right? They were just there because I guess they were going to congratulate me at the end of the interview. But I realized I didn't like this person. Uh, there was a they were, they were very pompous and arrogant and very dismissive with their lines of questions. I was like, wait, I can't work for this person. So I got up. I said, "Look, you know, I I think I made a mistake. Um, you know, I thought this was an organization um, based on people and values and integrity." I said, "I'm not sure if that's right for me, you know, but I thank you for the opportunity." I got up and I walked out. It was a, a really lucrative role, but I was like, "I can't because there's no way." I was like, "This is the person I'm going to have to communicate with every day. I can't do this," and I was okay with that. And I got something else down the road, you know. And so I think some you got to understand who you are before you get into the game and, and what you're willing to sacrifice and risk. If you're willing to compromise your integrity and your values, go ahead, do you, but, um, but don't, but don't complain in the end when, when it, cause, cause that stuff eats you up. It, it gets you angry, you know, anxiety levels, all this stuff, you know, it leads to sickness and illness. I don't need that in my life. It's like, I'd rather, I'd rather go work, make less money, but be happy than work making a whole lot of money and just be miserable. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so big shout out. Um, got a comment got skipped. Wow, what, what, which comment? comment? We said the we 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 showed that up. Did you sneeze at the time? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, uh, what you call it? Yeah, no, so big shout out to to the spiders web and uh, Paul and Andrew and all the guys that that work at the shop who gave a lot of us uh, indies an opportunity. Didn't we have like a meeting at the comments web? No, no, no. Spiders Web and Yonkers? I don't think it was down to Yonkers. We, we have something where we had like a meetup, a drawing session. It was like a meetup. It was one of those shops in Yonkers. Really? Uh, yeah. Not, I don't think it was. It, it was way. back in like 80, I mean 90, um, 2004 or 5? No, nah, no. Nah, they, they, they've only been around since 2013, <laughs> I want to say. 2012. Oh, I, I remember we went to a place right. in Yonkers. 
Um, yeah, no, no, no. We, we had, had a, was another one. We had a but, signing. We had a, we had a, like an appearance there. Nah. Yeah. Not that one. I don't know if it was that one, but it was somewhere in Yonkers. Yeah, it wasn't that one. But yeah, no, but so yeah. So, I mean, there have been plenty of guys. Oh, the guy that has been there. <laughs> all the time. No, it wasn't that one. Like it could have been. If it was 2000, the timelines just don't match up. Yeah. It couldn't have been. Even if I don't remember it, it couldn't have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, big shout out to, you know, Michael uh, Gracia, who, who went there all the time, James DeSantis, who showed up at there, Emilio, um, Emilio Velez, who did uh, the dodgeball teams. He was always there at that shop. And so, yeah, it's going to be missed, man. It's going to be missed. Now I got to, you know, I got to figure out where I'm going to go to get my comics now. Sucks. Uh, it sucks, dude. It sucks. It really does. And, and you know, the guys are great. But um, but yeah, big shout out to that. in Jersey, there's the comic den on the flip side. Um, the one that Annie Ball Oro interests me to on the flip side, they were a small little hole in the wall, um, very tight, very small, and they expanded and put the, the place next to it. They busted up in the wall, they got this big giant hulk. So on the flip side, they're they're trying to survive this yep. crazy nonsense. Well, um, let me ask you something: are, are they selling mostly comics, or are they also selling like Funko Pops and they, action they figures? Had, like the ratio was about 65 percent comics, thirty five percent Funko Pops. Good, because I think I think that a lot a lot of comic book and I mean, hey, listen, gotta do what you gotta do. But I think a lot of comic book shops now are selling more like collectibles and things like that. Oh, yeah, I went to yeah, I went to the ones here in Texas, and you walk in, and it's hard to recognize that it's a comic store. Definitely not indie friendly. Some of the ones I went to, they had just like a two foot space for just indie comics, and it was just Boom Studios and Image. There's nothing else. Um, there were no guys like us on the shelves, um, and uh, one of the owners told me. You know why would I put your? You know why would I promote you? Um, that's gonna take away from my business, right? So it was like, whoa! So there's a mentality, sh- and they were they were having gaming nights. They were having. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird statement, bro. Like, what 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 were you telling them to help to help you promote? Just put my postcard on the counter. What's uh, the postcard? What's the postcard? Oh, that's why. Yeah. But you see, you see, you see what he's saying, though, right? Yeah. If he puts the Kickstarter on his on his shelf then people are just going to buy the book off of Kickstarter and not come into the store to buy your book. Right. So you're taking business. So I can see, because like, when you say, I'm like, that's a strange freaking statement, but now it makes sense if you were going into to promote a Kickstarter. Cause- but there was no, but there was no, it was not an indie friendly store. They didn't have anything. They didn't have, like, you know, when you go to, um, uh, like you go to Midtown Comics, they have that entire back section. It was all indies that are not mainstream, Right. And and then the, on the big wall they'll have Boom Studios, Image, you know that kind of stuff. Um, here there were in at in I went to seven stores and, and like three of them didn't have any iota of indie uh, there, other than they had Spawn and they had um, they had uh, Keanu Reeves' book, um, Berserker. Uh, Berserker. That was it. And I was like, and I walked all over like, hey, hey, where's your indie section? That's it. I was like, wow, it doesn't make us money. That was the most of it, you know, doesn't yeah. generate sales. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then when you look, it's trading card games and it's Funko Pops and collectible figures. You know what? Like when you see, when you get that reaction and when you see things like that, that's why a guy like, for example, a big shout out to him, Paul Gomez, who has been doing his thing, going into lo- local comic book shops and convincing them to put his books on their shelves is very commendable that he was able to do. I think he's like in 25 stores at this point he, he yeah. mentioned. And so, and, and the thing with being in stores is like, you never know who's going to walk in and you never know who's going to read your book. Yes. Uh, but I think for him, it worked out with like somebody 
from a publishing company. He actually walked in, picked up his book and said, hmm, I may want to publish this. And that's how he was able to get a publishing deal. But it does work. And some stores and some stores will, you know, be willing to do that. Some stores won't like, like that one. But, but I guess my point in saying about the whole pop, pop, pop culture thing and what they're doing is almost like what happened with comic book conventions, right? Where comic book conventions used to be comic book conventions. Now they've become pop culture events. Yeah. Right where it's most most of what's on what most of what's at that convention are celebrities, you know, and other things other than comic books and other than those things because they feel like that's going to make them money, that's going to make them popular, and yeah. um, it's it's an unfortunate thing, man. It's an unfortunate thing because a lot of, a lot of times they're proven right, they're proven right because we're not buying comics, people aren't buying comics, so we need to buy comics. And I don't yeah. know if it's the digital um, that that that's that's killing the, the the sales. Also, that that's that may be a a thing, but yeah, it's scary, bro. It is it is scary, especially since we love to do this thing. San Diego Comic is that Rhode Island Comic Con? Yeah. All they care about is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. New York Comic Con's become that too. Uh, like that, a lot of that stuff at New York Comic Con, you barely see. He said, "Wicked Con is trying to go classic." Yeah, I want to go there. I'm actually going to try to head out there. I think that's in April, so I'm going to try to hit up uh, Wicked uh, Comic Con. Just a, a, not a, not not with a, a booth because they're sold out at this point. Uh, just maybe just walk the floor and check it out. Yeah, because I've you, heard a lot you, of good things about that. Yeah, you might like this. Uh, uh, I'm, I might be doing the uh, Puerto Rico Comic Con. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, in May. That's in May, right? Yep. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I was invited there. So, uh, I might be doing that. So, that's gonna, you know, hopefully we'll see. I gotta work it out because I, you know, again, I start my new job. The JBs, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll find out, um, if I have that, I can take that time off. But, yes, uh, if it's so, I'm out. That's right, that's right, that's right. Back to the motherland, baby. <laughs> yeah go get go get some room yeah no that'll be cool man i mean listen it's uh it's uh make sure that you guys if you guys have a local comic book shop make sure you hit that up oh, make sure you give them some business keep them open keep the doors open bring your kids to the comic book shop show them some comics um go to the indie section show them those comics and uh you know keep this thing alive bro because it sucks to see another one close down, dude. Yeah. It sucks. Ron con caña over Christmas. Damn, brother. That's right. You had the coquito, uh, Sal? You had a little coquito over Christmas? Um, but yeah, man. So that's what's going down. That's what's going down. Don't forget. Don't forget to uh, Don't forget to definitely pledge to the campaign for Sammy Boy. Yes. There's an alien in my toilet. Yes. It is live right now. Right yeah. now. It is live, baby. Link is in the 30 chat. Days, 30, 30 days. 30 days. Dog. And remember, and my, my kids love the comic book shops. That's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. Remember the action figure, I mean the, the resin figure. Um, there's only three left. It ends tonight, the special. The price goes up after 8 p.m. tonight, central time. So uh, uh, don't forget to add that to your collection. My locals are Action City Comics and Comic Book Station in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Nice. Greenpoint. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do have um. There's one near me. Um, I think it was called the Collector's Cave or something. I think there's two locations: one in the Bronx and one in Yonkers. So I'm gonna check check that out. And then I think there's one in Dobbs Ferry also. Uh, so I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, hell yeah! Big shout out to all of them, all of them, big time. Big yeah. Time. Sam, are, are you are you trying to get into local comic book shops, or what are you doing with the with the books? Yeah, I'm waiting till um after this campaign's over. Um, and then um, 
I'm, I'm, in, I'm on the fence right now because uh, it's either do what Paul's doing and and and, and hit him hit him up with the lo- the floppies or just wait for the graphic novel and hit him up with that. So I don't know yet. So um, I'm going to uh, wait till after this uh, Kickstarter ends and then I'll make my decision. You know, I I, I was uh, I posted a, a question up on Facebook about ash cans. Yeah, so that. That, that that stuff still works. Um, and you know, I definitely want to talk a little bit more about that. Not today, because I, I definitely want to get more opinions of people. Do you guys think that ash cans are still something that's viable that can work? Uh, and I was thinking about that because I th- I think that that's the route that again mentioning Paul when he went to these convent to these comic book shops he didn't have his comic printed out yet he just had ash cans made up and he handed them those ash cans for free almost like you would leave a postcard in front of the store and people started coming in and picking them up and then asking the store hey when is this actually coming out because I kind of like this and that generated the sales for him that made those stores say hey man remember that ash can you dropped off is your book out because i got i'll order five or six i definitely can sell at least three of those people have already come in to ask for it and right. that's what that's what was able to get him into this not not necessarily the physical copy to say hey take a look at it and tell me what you think he actually had printed out ash cans of it before the actual comic book was out so that's and that's that's probably what prompted me to ask the question do ash cans work what do you guys think would they work and in in, the, in this scenario they obviously did and then I was thinking about it because and I think uh, Keith, KJ Murphy, Keith um, mentioned in, in that post that people are going more towards the digital, right? They just want a digital copy. But I think that a lot of these comic book, comic book shop owners are old school cats who are not going to check their email when you send them your PDF, right? They maybe want like a, like a, like a hard copy of something yeah. to give to their people. Because again, these are things that you're going to hand out to people, not email it to them at that point when they walk into the store. So it was an interesting strategy, and I, and I and I commend them for it because it's thinking not you know it's, it's an old, it's old school thinking right, but I think it's something that still worked for yeah. him, and it's worked twenty five times. So you know that's something that may maybe uh, something that pe- you may want to try uh, to see. Yes, yeah, so in fact, Gomez responded to you. He said uh, yes, they work depending on how you use them. I did a small run of double sided yeah. ash cans for my two books, PTSD and Bushy Boo. Yep. It helped me get into a number of local comic shops. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah he was uh, telling me about that. And you know, the, the, and I commend Paul, um, you know, for putting in the work because it requires a lot of work. He's traveling. It does. It does. These are, these comic shops are far from each other. Um, yeah. So sometimes he's on the road for hours. So it requires uh, a lot of commitment and, and planning. So you got to say, you know, to hit four, that's a day. That's a day, right? So because you're talking about one hour this way, two hours that way, whatever. And so, um, you know, Texas is big. So I can mention him. Texas is big, but Texas has a lot of comic book shops, bro. Like you have tons of shops. But when I was, okay. I mean, I did three in one day and that was a few hours. Yeah. I you mean, know? again, it's, it, it's it's a level of commitment that you, again, you 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 have to want to do that. And, and, and that's what you're going to do. Um yeah, he is the man, bro. Like, I mean, the fact that he's done that is is, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you got to push it. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. So we, you know, we may we may dive into that a little further uh, next week on the show and just talk about ash cans and their impact and their importance. Because I, I think they still they <laughs> not, <laughs> not ashy sobacos. Uh, I think that they still have um they still have a place, you know. In, in, yes. in, uh, no, I like the idea, but also it also requires a level of commitment because now you have to commit to actually doing that. Yes, and money. So that's 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 sacrifice. It's almost similar, you know. You know, back in the days, on how much money that um I 
invested in sending free product to all the editors and writers and publicists and all that other stuff. Same f format. You're going to have to spend your own money to make to to gain money. And sometimes it's a long investment. It's not a short game. If you're doing this for the short game, don't do it at all. If you look, you look at that long term, then make that investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, for sure. It's uh, it, it is it is a commitment, man. Indie comics is no joke. So for all of you doing it, I commend you. I commend you for doing this because it's just, it's a tough road ahead. But uh, but it's fun, man. I'm having fun. I I love doing what I'm doing. You know, the Adventures of Wonder Dog, Russ by three seven seven. I'm writing something else now. Um, that I'm hoping to have out, you know, in the, like maybe a year and a half or so, because it takes time to draw. <laughs> uh, I'm writing it now. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. You obviously have, you know, there's an in my toilet. Yeah. And, and and I think that we, we talked about this, and I don't know if, when you'll be able to to talk more about it, but Forbidden uh, making a comeback in 2023. So, yeah, so, yeah Forbidden will probably, yeah. probably go to Crowdfunder. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on Kickstarter or Crowdfunder. And so we're going to be talking more about that as we get closer. But um you should a landing page will be up in by probably like February 1st, uh, the first week of February for that. And I'll, I'll probably promote it for a couple of months um, before I launch it. But uh, yeah, so forbidden, you know, but, you know it's coming back. And um, um, but uh, the a schedule for duty is still intact. You know, the next campaign is in April for Disneyland My Toilet. Um, so I have four campaigns slated for Disneyland My Toilet. And right now, one for this year for forbidden. Um, so you know more to come on that and you'll hear us talking about it on future episodes yeah yeah and there's, and there's more stuff hopefully this year you'll also see some uh some of our writing in another uh person's property mr paul hayden who has yep. come up with an idea called the animatronics it's a uh it's gonna be i guess it'll be like about 100 pages uh graphic novel about a group of uh i guess uh, suits super suits animal super suits that are worn by by these uh two interesting characters and uh, we all had a chance to write 10 pages of the story each there's 10 writers 10 pages each and that should be coming out sometime this year as long as all of the artwork is done before the end of the year because we're going to have 10 artists draw 10 different uh each have 10 pages to draw so it's an interesting uh little concept and little idea that he had so i can't wait to see it i can't i can't wait to see what he's got so that's going to be interesting and that's going to be fun for you guys to check out. I had a blast writing it. I had a blast doing it, you know, yeah. I mean, writing somebody else's uh, uh, property IP is kind of, it's kind of fun. So yeah, so that's coming out. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things and, you know, hopefully 2023 will bring some, some uh, very, very good things uh, for us and for everybody watching out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, I, and again, you know, if, if you have a dream, don't, don't, don't give up on your dream. Sometimes dreams take forever. You don't have any influence on time, on the time when it, when things will, will happen or or you reap the benefits of your work. Just put into work and 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 be productive with the time that you have. That's the only time you can influence time. It's what you do with the moment you have, with every minute of the day, um, and then have a balanced life. Make sure that you create a schedule where you can be productive and say, you know what. Every day I'm going to dedicate an hour or two hours, whatever it is. Or you know what? I'm going to make sure that um, today I'm going to lay out the page. I'm going to do the thumbnails. Boom. Tomorrow I'm going to ink it. The next day I'm going to cut. Whatever it is, but have a plan in place and then have a plan to um, to ground yourself in things that you like, you know, things that, you know, get you excited, whether it's reading a book, whether it's exercising with, with the family, whatever it is, have a balanced life. Don't just get so focused because isolationism leads to, to depression. Right. And it leads to anxiety. So try to make sure that you're accessible to the people that love you 
and uh, and and find things that are going to encourage you and just uh, keep you focused and keep you in the game and stay relevant. Um, that's that's what I do. Um, and uh, you know, and have a great and prosperous 2023. You know, yeah. 2022 was tough. 2021 was even tougher. You know, hopefully 2023. You know, hopefully we're not going into a global conflict. And uh, hopefully things will start getting better. And hopefully the price of eggs go, go down because it's out of control right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no one ever became an overnight sensation. Well, I stay focused and you yes. make it. Absolutely. And check out Comic Crusaders, man. Check out Al over at uh, Comic Crusaders. Make sure that you check out that channel. He's got some dope stuff over there. Yes. Make sure you check out and big shout out to Dan Price who was in here. Make sure you check out, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Bigfoot Knows Karate. His book, his book that's out there right now. Make sure you, sh you check that out. Um, yeah, big shout out to everybody who, who watched <laughs> us today. Lo huevo tan caro. Yes, they are. Yo, my sister was yeah. telling me that in Brooklyn is ten dollars. Yeah, I think I think Mike was Michael Gracia was talking about that twelve dollars for for a dozen eggs, bro. Yeah, I was at Walmart and it was like seven ninety nine. I was like, get the hell out of here. Los huevos, bro. <laughs> Los huevos. Yeah, they're That's expensive. Good. Yes, yeah. no, absolutely. It's man. crazy. And, and obviously, big shout out to Arelis. Uh, who always supports the channel, supports yes. uh, what we do. Fan. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, yes, can't explain how much we appreciate you. It, it's amazing. Uh, nuts, man. <laughs> so, que usen los mil. <laughs> Yo, I, I swear to God, bro. You are hysterical, my dude. Um, but yeah, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Yes. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have a, I think we're going to have a show next week. We should have a show next week. Yes. Yes. Uh, on Tuesday evening, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you check that out next week. Yes, the morning brew. We'll find out um, more to come yes. on what's gonna, how that's gonna be impacted because you know I start my a working man now. Job today, I have to be over there for a meeting greet today. But um, um, but yeah. So once we get that agenda, then I'll know exactly how the morning brew will play out going forward. But the um, the crazy the crazy crazy show will still go on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yep. Have a great and creative day. You too, brother. You too. Thank you. you. Appreciate you. Yes. So again, thank you all. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button. Hit that like. Give us a thumbs up if you like this episode. If you want to see us talk about anything in the future, please leave it in the comments. Let us know. We're open to feedback and look forward to the crazy awards coming down the pike. It's going to be That's fun. Right. It's going to be awesome. Crazy and and it's it viewer participation in the crazy awards. So it's going to be a whole a game changer and so uh we're looking forward <laughs> to that <laughs> we're looking forward to that it's gonna be so much fun um and uh hey what's up have a great day and uh yeah later Joe. and um again um don't forget there's nail in my toilet is right now on kickstarter take advantage of the deal remember the action the, the resin figure is gone at 8 p.m tonight um and the price goes up on that so there's only three left so um uh, Take advantage of that and take advantage of the podcast bundle. The podcast bundle is there. Um, um, one was already taken. There's only five left, so five slots. It's a savings of $100. Get that while you can. That's four commercials on Cast Creates Podcast to promote your Kickstarter or whatever it is you're doing. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, and don't forget to check out getyourmeds.com with a Z. And uh, that's it. I'm Sam, the crazy man, Vera. George, the dream of Medina. We're going to be out. Peace. Peace. And there it is. Oh,